Hi, I'm Emma, and you're listening to the Consciously Connected Podcast, a space where I chat to creators, and quite often to myself, around forming a connection within to connect to our outer worlds more clearly. I myself am a yoga teacher, an Ayurvedic practitioner, and a womb science facilitator. Combine this with five years in marketing and you have me trying to draw both of my worlds together to help creators create consciously. If this is something that you're interested in learning more about, you can find me over at ConsciousCreatorCo underscore on Instagram. But now, let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Consciously Connected. I would just like to put out a little disclaimer and say that this is definitely not the first episode I have recorded, in that I have been recording podcasts for maybe six months now, (laughs) but I have not put a single one of them out there, and I keep saying that I'm going to, and then I don't for whatever reason and actually I've been doing a big deep dive into these reasons recently I had a podcast that I recorded with the beautiful Hannah who you are going to get to listen to very soon and we were really just talking about mindset and specifically mindset around marketing and it's so funny who me who has worked in marketing for five years now who coaches other people on their marketing, who has several clients that I work with, still struggle with really putting myself out there. And I guess there's a part of me that's kind of reluctant to talk about this because I'm like, I can't be a a coach and I can't have clients and I can't work in the industry and say that I struggle with it because, you know, that's me setting a bad example. But you know what? We all have our shit. We all have our stories, we all have the things that keep us small, hold us back. So I'm being authentic in that and saying, yep, I'm just like you, I have them too. And it's very easy for me to tell you to go out and do all of the things. But when it comes to doing it yourself, it's a whole other story and it's a lot harder. But really what I've been talking to clients about is actually just having that sense of clarity and knowing what it is you want to do and also asking yourself how you would feel if you didn't do that and allowing that to be the driver, allowing that to give you the confidence that you need to release whatever it is that you want to put out there in the world. And for me, it came this week of I finally started actually booking in podcast episodes with people instead of just kind of sat hiding in my room. And I've been listening to these amazing people and the people who have said, yeah, I'd love to be in your podcast. I'm like, really? You want to be on my podcast? I've not even released my podcast. Can you tell I'm very excited about some of the guests that are coming on? And being like, wow, shit. Like, if I don't put this podcast out there, if I don't hurry up with it, then people aren't going to get to hear all of this amazing stuff that I've recorded. And then I'm like, okay, well, I've been recording podcasts for six months now. And look at how easily I can listen to somebody else on my podcast and say, wow, this is great. I've got to get this out there for the world to hear. When actually, 
the stuff I've been recording is really great and there's going to be people that would benefit from hearing that but it comes from that difficulty of celebrating yourself in the way that you celebrate others and we do so much of this in the counseling that I do each week of just would you say that to a friend or imagine child Emma is sat there what would you say to her and we know all of these techniques but it's so hard to actually put them into practice and I think for me when I struggle to put things into the world when I struggle to market there is a sense of disconnect there for whatever reason and if you know me you'll know that I've just spent the past three months living in my van and it's been very very tough (laughs) but equally it's allowed me to connect to myself in a way that I don't think I've ever done before. Mostly just because there's been a whole lot of silence. It's been me on my own in the van by myself, just so much time and space. And I think what's happened in that is this sense of there's no one to hide behind anymore. You know, I can't blame it on my family. I can't blaming on my friends or the work or whatever like I've had the time and space to do the things that I want to do but also to really dive into myself and notice notice what external things that I put in the way or I rely on and also the stories that I tell myself I don't think I've ever heard those stories as loud as I have done within the past few months and maybe this is resonating with you because I think that this is a common theme that's come up through this pandemic of our shit (laughs) we don't have anywhere to hide anymore like all of the things that we fill our lives with were taken from us and all of a sudden we had to listen within and that's really difficult and I think that there's a kind of a general sense of exhaustion around that at the moment because whether we're aware of it or not, whether we've intended to or not, not, there's been a lot of deep inner growth that has gone on. And now what I'm starting to see is it's coming into fruition. I can't sit in the van and, you know, say these affirmations of you are worthy, you are enough. And, you know, I come to my practice every day and I say these things to myself. And then I let myself off the hook because I'm like, you know what, I'm worthy. So I'll just stop there. I am good enough, so I don't need to do any more. And I've just recently read The Mountain Is You, and I'll link this in the notes. And it's so funny because I had the book for a while and I was putting off reading it. I think it's an intimidating book. If you've seen it, it's black and white with gold and The Mountain Is You is the main big text. And I'm like, oh God, I know this is going to tell me off. It's going to be confronting and... I had a really difficult counselling session where my counsellor was basically saying, this is you, like, you're the one in your own way here, nobody else. And she asks me all of the time, she was like, is that another way to let yourself off the hook? Or is that another way to hide? And we do this all the time, right? We just make up these excuses, they just roll off the tongue, oh, you know, I can't do that because, or so-and-so needs me, or somebody else is already doing that better or whatever it is that we tell ourselves and after this counseling session I was like yeah shit you know it's me (laughs) and I saw this book staring at me and I was like right okay let's do it let's dive in 
And I'm not joking, every word I was like, yeah, shit. You know when you have that realization where you're like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, I can't hide from that. That's staring at me (laughs) so obviously. And so as I was diving into this book, what the kind of common theme around it is, and this is something that I really, really am realizing, is that we see so much now, and a lot of my counseling and a lot of my self-practice has been around this, so much around compassion showing compassion for ourselves because particularly as women it's not something we've been empowered to do our culture is very like push do more be better and this introduction of compassion into our world is what's been missing and it's beautiful and it's so so needed but (laughs) we're also now seeing a lot of spiritual bypassing in that we show compassion to ourselves and it lets us off the hook like we stop there And what this book says is, yeah, have compassion for yourself, you know, tell yourself, you know what, like with what you've been through, with how you've been raised, with what is going on around you, it's okay that you feel that way, like it's totally normal, but, and this is what is missing, that but, what are you going to do about it? And this has been so, so me. If you know my background, you'll know that I worked in corporate marketing and oh my, my life was hectic. It was work, work, work. I started in the industry in film PR, which was all premieres and events. And it was just absolute madness. And I kind of continued on that within various different sectors. I worked in the mental health sector and just other forms of the entertainment industry. And it was just a lot. It was a lot. And I was so driven by this masculine energy of always needing to be better, earn more money, get a bigger place, get a mortgage, blah, blah, blah. I was on that train. And then, you know, one day I just broke, as so many people do who are living and working in that kind of world. And I just, I'd been in a really dark place for a while, just getting up each day, going to my job, hating it and coming home. And I just had this overwhelming sense of this cannot be it this can't be it like I have checked off all of the things that I thought I needed to be happy the job the partner the income the goal weight and none of it made me happy the bar just kept getting pushed further and further and further and one of the most obvious ways that this was clear was with my weight you know, I reached a very low weight, it wasn't enough. I reached a lower weight, it wasn't enough. Kept on going to the point that the doctor said to me, look, you're not going to be able to walk, your blood pressure is so low. And I think so many of these moments happened in my life where I kind of, I guess, reached rock bottom, like I can't push any further. You know, I'm exhausted, I'm starving, I'm burnt out, I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I'm, I'm everything you know, it's so consuming. And I guess I needed to get to that point for me to say something's got to change. Because in my mind, I was looking down the road like 10 years ahead. And I was like, I can't do this. And so one day I came home from a really tough counseling session. And I just said to my mum, that's it. I'm packing my bags and I'm going traveling. (laughs) And my mum was like, "Mm, it's an interesting theory. Let's talk about it a bit. (laughs) I was like, no, 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 we don't need to talk about it. I'm going to fly to Bangkok. 
And mum was like, okay, who are you going with? I said, just, yep, yeah, me, me, I'm going by myself. <laughs> and, you know, as any mum would be, she was concerned. But there was another layer of concern from the fact that I was severely depressed. And, you know, I was crying all of the time. I was struggling to get myself out of bed on the weekends. I was incredibly anxious. So naturally, any parent who is witnessing their child experience this, who then says, I'm going to hop on a plane to the other side of the world by myself, is going to be a little bit worried about it. (laughs) And to be honest, like, I don't really know where that courage, I suppose, came from. And people always ask me, they're like, how did you get the courage to go? And for me, what it was is that the alternative just became scarier. I'd wanted to travel for years, but I always put it off because I was like, no, it's too scary. It's too scary. It's too scary. And then all of a sudden, the idea of not going became more scary. Like that was what kept me up at night. Just waking up thinking, shit, like what am I going to do? 10, 20, 30 years from now, if I look back and I have lived a life that didn't fulfill me, well, not only didn't fulfill me, but completely, completely stole my soul. And so that's what I did. I went and I flew to Asia and I traveled for three months. And it was like, I just took the world's biggest exhale. There was nothing I needed to achieve All I needed to decide each day was where I was going to lay my head, what hostel I was going to stay in, what island I was going to hop to next. And I appreciate this is not real life, but it was just that break that I needed to realise that I had lost so much of myself. When I was travelling, I started writing again. I picked up my camera. I just felt myself in a way that I don't think there's much space for in the corporate world you know we kind of get so consumed by our jobs because they take up a lot of energy and we forget all of the things that actually light us up so not only are we at these jobs nine to five if we're lucky more like seven till seven but when we do have spare time we don't have the energy to really connect to what lights us up and this is what I'd noticed and what became abundantly clear to me when I started traveling and this is basically how my life carried on for the next three years I mean it's still kind of like this now to be honest with you but I then went to Australia and then I went to New Zealand and it followed this same theme of I just did not want to be in any kind of high pressure job So I worked in coffee shops and I started up my own freelance marketing where I would just help small businesses with their copywriting and social media, but there was no real pressure to it. And that was what my goal was. You know, I really needed to take that pressure off just to allow myself to be so that whatever it was that I truly wanted to do would come to the surface because I had no idea. And that's so funny when you're traveling is just no one has any idea. It's like, oh yeah, what are you you doing when you get home? And everyone's like, don't know. And everyone out there is like, yeah, that's a good thing. You know, it was back home. You're like, what are you doing? You're like, I don't know. People are like, oh my God, well, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to find a job? And there's so much stress around it. But I'd basically been in that bubble for three years of just 
being celebrated for not having a clue what I was going to do, not having any real drive and really not knowing what my purpose was, which is beautiful for that time. But then I think that's why a lot of people struggle with post-travel depression is because you then come back into a world where you feel like you should know all of those answers and you just don't have a clue. And I experienced this, I know so many people that experience this, and you're trying to kind of fit back into normal life, but you're like, this just doesn't fulfill me. And I think this is what a lot of us have had post-pandemic of, we had this huge shake-up where our lives were nothing like what they were before. We found a lot of things that we didn't like about our life, we introduced a lot of things that we now love about our lives, and as the world goes back to normal, I say that with air quotes because what on earth is normal anymore, we have this overwhelming sense of actually this doesn't fulfill me anymore. But I don't really know what to do. And if you're feeling lost at the moment and you're feeling like that, believe me, I've had conversations with so many people, you are not alone. And so when I came home, I actually, whilst I was traveling, really realized that I wanted to become a yoga teacher. So I went and I did my yoga teacher training and it was so beautiful. And I came home into lockdown and that journey for me really just continued. It was, how can I find work that connects so deeply within me that I want to work in it? I want to share it with others. I want that to be my equivalent of a nine to five. And so this is what I spent pretty much the year of the pandemic doing. I was teaching yoga classes, I did my Ayurveda course, I did my womb science course, and I just gifted myself that time to completely connect to the feminine, to connect to my cyclic nature, and just really to become in tune with myself. Time started to go by, things started to open up again, and I was like, hmm, shit, I do need to earn some money. <laughs> and this is really, really what I'm talking to all my clients about at the moment, is this rumble of, this is what I want to do, how do I make it work, how do I make it my business? And I really, really struggled with that, because I know marketing. And just to be clear, like, I didn't study marketing in terms of, like, a This is how you create a Facebook ad. This is how you create a TV ad, which a lot of the online marketing courses that you see will literally take you through how to do marketing. When you study it as a degree, it's not the same as that. So what you actually are studying is the psychology. So it's a little bit more complex. And it also just was something that I felt like I struggled to do for myself. And I'm now realizing that a lot of that is around confidence and the mindset I have towards me. Um, But yeah, I was like, oh God, okay, I need to market myself, but you know, like I just, I'm not making money from that. And that that feels really difficult right now. So what I'm going to go and do is go back to marketing in my own capacity. I'll work in freelance and you know, it, it worked well. I enjoyed working from home, being able to pick my schedule travel but I still had this sense of this just doesn't feel right like it feels like I'm living two worlds I'm a yoga teacher who empowers people to connect within and then I spend my day working in traditional marketing which does the entire opposite it tries to encourage people to disconnect from themselves 
Because when they form that disconnection, they need something to fill the gap, right? That's what marketing is based on. It's making people feel insecure or feel like they've got something missing in their lives so that they want to buy your product. And I had this real, like, almost like an identity crisis, like, who am I? Because I can't be both of these people. (laughs) And then, you know, one day I just realized I was, I think I was doing some sort of meditation. I just had this huge download of, why can't you just combine both of these worlds? You know, like, why does life have to be so difficult? There's so many yoga teachers you're connected with. There's so many people running small conscious businesses that are going to want to market themselves in a way that reflects their ethos. And you see this all the time when a conscious business is using really unconscious, unethical ways to market themselves. There's this huge disconnect within because it's like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't flow. That doesn't make sense. And I was noticing this and thinking, well, actually, there is a way to consciously market And I'll go into that in another podcast. I'll do a deep dive into conscious marketing and what it actually is. But that was essentially my light bulb moment that drew both of my worlds together. I was like, okay, this feels good. I started creating, I started working with people, started offerings. And I was like, "Mm, this is feeling really good. I'm getting some momentum and I'm starting to get such clarity and connection to what it is that I'm doing. But... This is where, you know, I went on a huge tangent then, but I'm going back now to what I was saying, is that I can let myself off of the hook, which is what I've been doing for the past three years, essentially, which is fine. Like, I needed to do that. I needed to just show myself compassion to really go the other way from how many years before that I'd been beating myself up and pushing and pushing and pushing. But this is what I see happens quite a lot with heavily driven into the masculine so we swing over to the feminine and then in my feminine energy I've not been getting anything done you know I've spent the past year so deeply in creation mode this podcast is an example of that and then not putting it out there (laughs) because I had my human design reading done and I will tag Emma who did my reading and she is just such a beautiful reader and she spoke about this hermit mode that I have where I like to really go deep into creations to help the world but keep them to myself and if you are sitting on a lot of creations right now I hear you you know it feels good to create but it's the putting it out there that feels sticky and for me this is what I had to get really honest with myself about and be like you know I keep letting myself off the hook I keep just saying, oh, you know, like, yeah, you don't have to do that. Don't push yourself. But I'm not getting anywhere. (laughs) And over the past few months, I've really, really done a lot of work to draw these two energies, the masculine and the feminine together, to really start building my business. And it feels great. I'm working with clients on helping them market their small businesses in a way that is conscious, in a way that is connected. And whether that's me physically doing the consciousing marketing for them or holding coaching sessions to help create that space for them to step into shouting about themselves to the world in a way that feels good for them and I'm now really realizing that yeah like the book said it's just me standing in my own way 
And you know, I think this is a general thing that when you go freelance or when you work for yourselves, it is difficult because you don't have the accountability. Like if I don't release this podcast, nothing's going to happen. No one's going to tell me off. I'm not going to get pulled into an office and get a discipline or say, you know, you're not meeting your contract, whatever. Like I'm not going to get that. It's all on me. And this is where you have to really, really sit with yourself and say, am I doing something right now that is working towards the vision I'm trying to create? And if you're not, if you know that vision, but you're just keeping where you are right now, what is the first tiny step that you can make? And for me, it's recording this episode. (laughs) It's recording the first episode to my podcast. I've also just bought the intro song and I've just recorded the intro and I'm buying my hosting. And you know, we don't have to do things in a linear pattern. Like I didn't have to do this first. I actually think it's worked out quite nicely that I've done it last. I'm very much about creating when you feel creative but also still having that push to do things because otherwise you're just going to stay where you are. And this is really what this whole podcast is about. It's about drawing in that connection to ourselves, being honest with ourselves so that we can really, really find ways to release all that we wish to create and to share into the world because that is where it starts. It starts with that connection within and with so many marketing like courses and coaches that I see online it's all about that external stuff it's all about this is what you need to do this is what you need to do to you know get 10k in a month or whatever it is people are selling when actually in the ethos of my degree what I really believe in is that you have to start with you You know, whether this is you're a small business owner, whether it is you just like to create things, whether this is connecting with other people, having conversations with others, the way that you put yourself out there in the world, it all starts within. It all starts to forming that conscious connection within. And I think that so many of us are disconnected from self which leads to us being disconnected to others there's been a huge sense of dissociation within this past year because things have been really really tough and it's been easier to just kind of shut down I suppose and so this is a space that I really want you to feel safe and to feel like you don't have to shut down here this is time where you can openly connect to yourself you take this time for you and trust that in doing so the connections that you form as a result of that are going to be so much more aligned and so beautiful so I've done it the first episode is out there please let me know what you think please let me know any topics that you would like to hear like share do all of that good stuff And yeah, I can't wait to have you along for the journey. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you would like to come and connect with some fellow Conscious Creators, you can find me at ConsciousCreatorCo underscore. And if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one or a group capacity to help you find that conscious creation that I know is sitting within you, 
then you can book a free 15-minute call with me in the link in the show notes. I hope you have a consciously connected day.